Welcome back to A Passage, A Paragraph, and A Prayer. I'm your host, Pastor Nathan Biebert. Today, we'll conclude our meditating on Genesis 1, verses 9 through 13. Listen again to Genesis 1, verses 9 through 13. And God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let dry ground appear. And it was so. God called the dry ground land, and the gathered waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds. And it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. There is a question about the third day that needs to be seriously grappled with before we move on to day four, even if we cannot know the answer to it. God clearly created fertile soil on earth here on day three of the universe's history, but fertile soil is, by its very definition, the history of the death of organisms. John Chester, the founder of Apricot Lane Farms in California, talked about this in his 2018 documentary, The Biggest Little Farm. He said that his farm was energized entirely by the impermanence of life, since each clump of healthy soil on his farm contained up to 9 billion microorganisms churning away at dead and decaying life forms and alchemizing death to life. Everything that dies gets broken down into minerals and nutrients to feed plants, he said. Fertile soil is the history of death. But then Christians immediately think of passages from the Apostle Paul's letters where he says that death entered the world through sin and that death is the wages of sin. So how could there have been dead and decaying life forms in the soil before the fall into sin while everything was still perfect? It seems we only have two possibilities. Either Paul is only talking about human death in those passages, which can be defended, Or, God created the soil merely with an apparent history of death, similar to how on the next day he will apply his rays of light to the stars and give those rays of light an apparent history of travel from their source to the earth. But either way, since the plants on day three are growing and thriving, either from actual death or apparent death, we are first introduced to the idea that life comes from death. Do we think that it is mere coincidence that God, who already knew everything that would happen to his perfect creation, showed us that life comes from death and death turns to life on the third day? Do we perhaps already have a foreshadowing of the necessity and power of the death, burial, and resurrection of the Son of God here on the third day? With those thoughts in mind, let's pray. Heavenly Father, 
Life comes from death. Through the obedient death of your Son on the cross, He returned to life. Through the obedient death of your Son on the cross, I have new life. Through the obedient death of your Son on the cross, I can be sure that through my own death, I will enter into eternal life in your glorious presence. Help me to see the eternal, spiritual, beautiful truths of your word reflected in the beautiful natural world of your creation all around me. Amen. A Passage, a Paragraph, and a Prayer is a podcast of Risen Savior Evangelical Lutheran Church in South Austin, Texas. To learn more about Risen Savior's ministry, you can either email me at pastor at rslutheran.net or you can visit our website at www.risensavioraustin.net. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.